This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Summer's here and parents are stressed. Hear Lynn talk about safety chatter, what it is, and why anxious parents do it. Our language matters, so Lynn offers safety instructions that are practical and not catastrophic. Ticks, sunburns, Tripoli, COVID. Come on, parents are ready for a break. Welcome to Fluster Clucks with Lynn Lyons, where we talk about worry and other big feelings in parenting. I'm your co-host, Robin. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law, and I'm here to ask your questions. And I'm Lynn Lyons. I'm an anxiety expert, speaker, mom, and author, and I've been a therapist for over 30 years. Parenting can be a Fluster Clucks, and I'm here to help you find your way. Lynn, it's officially summer on our house. Think about where we were at last summer Mm -hmm. in the podcast when Mm -hmm. we were still very much in a shutdown mode. And obviously this summer is going to look, it's going to look a lot more normal. And yet there will still, I think, be a lot of lingering effects and fingerprints from our last year. So what do you think are some of the key things parents should be thinking about for the summer? Well, I think you're right. Lingering fingerprints. I can take this opportunity to fondly remember your outhouse again, your porta potty, <laughs> which I just love bringing up at every opportunity. But um, I don't think you'll have to use it this year. But let's keep it handy. Remember, it exceeded expectations. If people um, don't listen to that full episode, they're like, what is she talking well, about? Well, <laughs> you should go back, people, and listen to that episode or at least listen to that part. So, anyway, here's what I'm noticing. And of course, I notice it a lot because I have my ear to this particular hoofbeat. The catastrophic talk based on the pandemic is pretty constant at this point. So a lot of talk about the impact of the pandemic, a lot of concerns about anxiety and depression in teenagers, in younger kids. I just was on our local news station talking about what we want parents to pay attention to as schools get out for summer school saying we have to pay attention to the mental health of our kids. There was a story that I think NHPR did yesterday talking about how they are working with the mental health agencies in my community to make sure that the kids at summer camp have counselors available to them. So all of that is really important to acknowledge. And I'm so pleased that they're giving kids and the counselors actually the support they need because counselors could use a little extra help as they're dealing with the mental health issues. All that said, however, I am hearing such a ramping up in safety chatter, which is what parents do and what adults do when they're talking about danger, when they're talking about the things that we need our kids to pay attention to. So I'm hearing a lot of that, and it may be because of the pandemic, but it also just may be that this is what anxious parents do during the summertime. 
You know what you just said, though, it may be because of the pandemic. People could interpret that in a couple of different ways. It's not that the safety chatter is related to pandemic dangers because it's not really the content. It's that we've been so wired now Mm -hmm. after this pandemic to sort of be catastrophizing, to sort of face these things in in a much more intense way. So if you were to have a safety talk about bee stings in 2021, they might just sound a heck of a lot more serious than they might have in 2017. Right. Because you're right. We've had a year of hypervigilance, a year and a half of hypervigilance. And so we're really paying attention. So the summer stuff is the content. So let's pay attention to the process of making sure that we're not talking to kids in this catastrophic fear-based way. And I will tell you, I'm hearing it, and it is everything from, I'm going to make a differentiation too, because we do need to talk to kids about these things. It's not like I'm saying that parents are making this up. We do need to talk about these things with kids. It's just how we talk about it. But it's ticks, it's sunscreen, it's sunburn, it's bee stings, it's injuries. It's, I mean, it just is pervasive in terms of the world is a dangerous place. And I think you're right. Like we can't ignore that we just spent a long time talking about how the world is a dangerous place and now we're venturing back out into the world and this theme of the world is a dangerous place is upon us for sure. Where we live, we have the additional thing of, I can't think of the name of it right now, which is a good sign. But in addition to ticks and Lyme disease, which is very common up in New England and other parts of the country, we have that deadly mosquito virus that comes in three-year cycles, triple E. So we have triple E as well. This mm-hmm. should be the third summer. So hopefully we it goes dormant for a while. But between triple E and those conversations and ticks, et cetera, what I've observed is that it's very easy for a lot of young children to have these phobias of being outside because of how we talk about the bugs and, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately the public health risks that have come with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we're catastrophic, we talk to kids about the worst case scenario, right? You're like, uh, and when we're catastrophic, Robin, (laughs) because triple E was like, okay, put a fork in me. I'm done. (laughs) Oh, that was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) When we're catastrophic, Robin, right? And doesn't that show up at the end of the summer? I think it has to be around for a while, right? Picture the thing that you've always wanted to learn. And now picture that you're learning it from the person who's literally the best in the world at it. It's fantastic. And that's what you get with Masterclass. I recently listened to Matthew Walker's talk on sleep and the importance of consistency with sleep. I loved Bobby Brown's masterclass, gave me all these tips about putting on makeup because, you know, I'm in front of a camera sometimes and I want to look good and Bobby was such a big help. So this year, learn from the best to become your best with masterclass. Don't just talk about improving. Masterclass actually helps you do it. Like I actually put on makeup the way that Bobby Brown taught me how to put on makeup. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Don't just talk about improving. Masterclass actually helps you do it. Masterclass offers over 180 instructors. So whether you want to master negotiation with Chris Voss, think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe you want to learn how to just make your makeup look better with Bobby Brown or sleep better with Matthew Walker, 
With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. I loved it. There are over 200 classes to pick from. New classes are added every single month, like a class that talks about your gut health. So many interesting things to learn. So every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's absolutely no risk. Right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash fluster. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash fluster. Masterclass.com slash fluster. If you are a mom who's trying to keep your calendar organized, keep your family's appointments where they need to be, then I'll tell you, the Skylight Calendar is a product that you ought to check out. You know how it is. Running a household can be pure chaos and it can be so stressful. This is why you need to check out the Skylight Calendar. It is going to make your life easier, mom. It really is. The Skylight Calendar is a smart touchscreen calendar and organizer for all your chores, groceries, to-do lists and a great way to manage appointments to make sure they never overlap and they're never missed. It helps keep busy households on track so families can get time back for moments that really matter. The Skylight Calendar is so easy to use and to set up. It's not going to frustrate you. You're going to be able to get it going within minutes. It syncs events from other family calendars, including Google, Apple, Outlook. You can add events directly using the touchscreen or with the free Skylight mobile app. Updates to linked calendars will automatically appear on the Skylight calendar at home. So no more worrying that you guys are going to forget something. No more cluttered paper calendars. It shows all family events together in one spot. The events are color-coded so you can easily see what everyone has going on each week. When the calendar's not in use, you can turn it into a digital picture frame. It's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love the Skylight calendar, you'll receive a full refund. They offer a 120-day money-back guarantee and free returns. You can't beat it. I think the feature that I love most is the collaborative way we can all add to the grocery list. And then when I'm ready to place an online order, whether I'm at home or my office, I have that list and there's no more items that we forget. So as a special time-limited offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash flusterclucks. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash flusterclucks. Mother's Day is coming right up. So order today to get 15% off your purchase at skylightcal.com slash flusterclucks. It's because it started moving westward, so it didn't show up in the Boston area till the end of the first summer, but that wasn't the case uh, the second cycle. And what does it stand for? It's something equine encephalitis. Yeah, equine encephalitis. Is it Eastern equine encephalitis? Yes, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah, so it's a mouthful. We don't want to go all or nothing with this because please don't think that I'm saying you know what, ticks aren't a problem and we're overreacting to Lyme disease and you shouldn't pay attention to this because really that's the trick of this is that these things are worth talking about 
And it is necessary that you talk to your kids about water safety and about doing tick checks and about paying attention to whether or not you're putting on enough sunscreen so that you don't get sunburnt. My warning is to make sure as you're talking about it, be in problem-solving mode. So you can tell kids about what they're supposed to do or what they need to do without scaring the bejesus out of them with the catastrophic language. So a catastrophic parent gives the safety instruction, which is great. You give the safety instruction, but they follow it up with, and if you don't listen to my safety instruction, this is what's going to happen to you. So that's what we want to pay attention to. Shall I give you an example? Yes. Actually, we had this exact conversation in our house today because it's not because it's not just parents. It can be older siblings. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So what happened in your house today? I was talking with my daughter, who is my firstborn, about anxiety patterns. And we were sort of talking about ruminating versus catastrophizing. Mm-hmm. And and it was funny because I said, you know, she's like, well, I don't really, I don't really catastrophize at all. It, it, she had this great line. She's like, why would I spend my mental energy on something unpleasant when I could be thinking about something, you know, more pleasant? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's great. I was like, however, have you noticed that when you want your little brother to do something, <laughs> you know, it's not just like put on your mask before you go to school or before you go do this. It's like, you better put on your mask because if you don't, mm-hmm. you know, you could get COVID, you could bring it home to mom and dad, you know, like, and, and so then it's like a catastrophizing, manipulative kind of thing. Right. Well, and it works. So people will say to me, you know, I'll talk about don't be catastrophic when you're giving your kids safety instructions. And sometimes parents say, well, that's how I get them to listen. Okay, I get that. And there are some kids that really do need the straight up information in order to listen. But worriers don't because they're already doing that. So remember that when you give your child this fearful information, you're teaching them how to worry. And one of the main qualities of kids that are raised in worried households is that they perceive the world as a dangerous place and they don't have the ability to assess reasonable risk. So say we're talking about ticks, right? So the ticks here are pretty insane this summer. And Lyme disease and ticks are the real deal. We're in New Hampshire and it's the real deal. So you have to do tick checks and you have to pay attention to if you get a tick bite, what are you going to do about it? Saying to your kids, these are the precautions that we take. These are the steps that we take. You can say to your kids, we're not going outside at all because there's ticks. I don't think that's very healthy. But what do you do when we come back in? We're going to do tick checks. We're going to, if you have an itch, let somebody know because that's the sign that a tick is biting you. I've had families dealing with ticks where the kids are really getting very obsessive about doing tick checks. So they're doing tick checks all the time. They're having difficulty going to sleep at night because they're worrying about ticks. Being able to say to your kids, this is a reasonable risk that we need to pay attention to, so let's put precautions in place. And then also parents being able to recognize that you cannot live a life of being outside and enjoying the summertime and have it be completely risk-free. 
And that's the hard part about being a parent. We have to accept some risk and some uncertainty as we step into the summertime. So when you use that catastrophic language, we have to do this tick check because if you get bit by a tick, you could get Lyme disease and then, you know, off you go. Just say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a tick check. When we hike, we're going to tuck our pants into our socks, et cetera, et cetera. Give them the information, but cut back on the horror stories. That's the key. We have a parenting retreat coming up in the fall, and I'm very excited to return to these retreats because I just love the community that gets created. Yeah. And may I say also that in terms of thinking about this retreat, we're going to do a lot of great stuff. But one of the things that I've noticed as I've been able to get back together with people in person is laughter. Laughing with a group of people, laughing together, I just feel like that's something that I've really missed during all of this. It just is such a way of feeling connected and feeling supported. Yeah. So join us this fall. It's October 22nd at Canyon Ranch. So we know that Canyon Ranch isn't for everybody, but just so you know, we're always working on other ways that we can offer retreats and information to parents. So if this is on your bucket list and you want to join us at Canyon Ranch, we'd love to have you. Well, I think for all of the parents who have kids in the summer camp and day camp demographic, that is great information. Do you feel like there are some specific questions parents of teens might need to have as we are maybe loosening the leash and they get opportunities to go and be further away and away from the family longer after a year of us all staring at each other in a few rooms? Yeah. So this really should be the summer of autonomy as much as possible. I would say straight up to your teenagers, you know, you haven't had a lot of practice being able to make decisions for yourself and going off and being on your own. So let's just go over what the rules of the road are, either literally or figuratively. Remember, parents, you're not going to track your kids on their cell phones, please. No tracking devices. But look for opportunities to loosen the leash and let your older kids have some freedom. It may not go perfectly. But they need practice again, being separate from you. They need practice developing their decision-making skills. Truly, one of the best skills that you can give your child as they move into adolescence is the ability to step away from you and practice good decision-making. Practice not perfect because it's likely that they're going to screw up. That's okay. But after this year of having them so close, and maybe for those of you who have liked being able to know where your kid is all the time, now's the time to let them go a little farther. Let them go off and do things on their own and keep your mouth shut about the constant warnings. I think I've said this before, is that I used to say to my boys when they were teenagers, think one step ahead, right? That was the information I gave them. That's a process-based instruction. I'm not going to go through everything like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Think one step ahead. I want you to use your brain and I want you to practice making good decisions. Say that to your kids and then let them go off and be away from you. So, so important after the year and a half that we've had. 
Lumen is the world's first handheld metabolic coach. It's a device that measures your metabolism through your breath, and on the app, it lets you know if you are burning fat or carbs, and it gives you a tailored guidance to improve your nutrition, workouts, sleep, and even stress management. So how Lumen works is that you breathe into the Lumen device first thing in the morning, and you'll know what's going on with your metabolism, whether you're burning mostly fat or carbs. And then Lumen gives you a personalized nutrition plan for that day based on your measurements. You can also breathe into it before and after workouts and meals, so you know exactly what's going on in your body in real time. And Lumen will give you tips to keep you on top of your health game. I love the extra data that I'm getting about my health right now. Because for many women of my age, as we are going through a long chapter of hormone changes, Lumen's helping me use my body's data to make the best choices. So your metabolism is your body's engine. It's how your body turns the food you eat into the fuel that keeps you going. And because your metabolism is at the center of everything your body does, optimal metabolic health translates to a bunch of benefits, including easier weight management, improved energy levels, and better sleep, which is key. So Lumen gives you recommendations to improve your metabolic health. So what is metabolic flexibility and why should you care? Well, the key to metabolic health is something called metabolic flexibility. We love flexibility at Fluster Clucks, and that's where Lumen really shines. It refers to your body's ability to efficiently switch between using different fuel sources like carbs and fats, and there are preferred times to use each, and how well you can switch places you on the metabolic flexibility spectrum. So after getting to know you through your breath, Lumen gives you a metabolic flex score that you can track and improve upon. So if you want to take the next step in improving your health, go to lumen.me and use Fluster to get $100 off Lumen. That's L-U-M-E-N-D-O-T-M-E. And use Fluster at checkout for $100 off. Thank you, Lumen, for sponsoring this episode. Robin and I travel a lot. And part of traveling is that you learn that you have to compromise, right? So maybe you're not going to get the best seat on the plane. Well, you know where you shouldn't compromise? You shouldn't compromise with your health care. When it comes to your health, there's no compromising, everybody. Don't go back to that one doctor who didn't really pay attention to you, who rushed you through your appointments. Check out ZocDoc. This is the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, insurance, so literally no compromises here. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. You don't have to wait. You don't have to be on hold with a receptionist. These doctors all have verified reviews from real patients. So the typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. I have two young adult sons. They are always needing something, right? We've had broken elbows. We've had tonsils. We've had this. We've had that. If I were a young person, if I were a parent trying to help my young person find a doctor, this is what I would use. So Go to ZocDoc.com slash Fluster and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C 
dot com slash fluster. ZocDoc.com slash fluster. We have an episode on summer camp and separation mm-hmm. that's that came out in May. If you haven't listened to it and you are going to have your kids further away from you, it would apply to college and going off in the fall. Mm-hmm. We have had our kids close. And for a lot of parents, that separation anxiety of having to manage the worry of not knowing where your kids were. Mm-hmm. It's a worry that went on hold and then it came back, I think, really powerfully for a lot of parents. Yeah, I agree. It's just so important to their development to be able to be separate from you. And to be able to be with their peers, too. You know, as I said when I was on the news the other day, a lot of what they were talking about, a lot of what they were saying was how anxious and depressed our kids are. A lot of that had to do with isolation. I can't tell you how many kids I've talked to recently that have really been saying like, oh, I feel so much better. Right. I was really feeling bad. Why are you feeling better? Oh, because I'm hanging out with my friends again. It's so important that we give them the space to do that. And also, here's another little tip. Don't say to your kids that if they get sunscreen in their mouth that it's poisonous. Because <laughs> I heard that the other day. <sighs> it doesn't taste good, but it, but it ain't going to kill them. Yeah. One time, I'll give you this little parenting thing. I had to call poison control two days in a row once when my son was younger. Do you know that? I'm not sure I know this story. Uh, Yeah, so it was my older son who at the time was probably four. My younger one was two. Maybe they were younger. Actually, they were younger. They were three and one because my husband was gone and I know where he was. So on day one of poison control call, he ate a rhododendron leaf. And his mouth started foaming a lot. So I looked it up and in fact, rhododendron leaves are toxic. So I called poison control. They told me what to look like. He he pulled through with flying colors, the ingestion of the rhododendron leaf. The next day, I was taking wallpaper off one of our rooms upstairs and he took the wallpaper remover and licked it with his tongue. So I called poison control again. I didn't know how many people answer the phone at poison control. So I didn't know what the odds were that I would get the same person again. (laughs) But I said, hi, I called yesterday. And she was like, okay. And I said, my son just licked the wallpaper remover. And she said, oh, that's fine. It's just detergent. And I said, well, I called yesterday because he ate a rhododendron leaf. And she was like, oh, that is much more, that is much more hazardous, right? I had it totally backwards in my head. So anyway, yeah. So summer is dangerous. Don't let them eat rhododendron leaves. And uh, But they can lick the wallpaper remover. That's totally fine. They were little monkeys. Yeah. But look, you know, this is what parenting is about. And uh, pay attention, parents. Just pay attention to, to your language as we move out into this summer. Just ease up on the safety chatter. Give the instruction. Talk 85% less. That's one of my rules of parenting. Talk 85% less. Let them be out there. Give them the safety instruction. Just don't go over the catastrophic outcome. If you don't listen to me, this is what's going to happen to you because that'll shut them down. And then you're just taking yourself down that catastrophic path, which you, you don't need to go down. You know, you just said something that reminded me of something else that you've said before, not on the podcast, but just personally. You had gone on a hike one summer and you said to me that you were following a father or a mother. It was a father. Who spoke the entire hike. Yes. Safety chatter the whole time. 
Watch where you're walking. Oh, come here. Oh, step over here. Oh, are you thirsty? Oh, hold back. Wait, you're too far. Oh, get up. Yeah, the whole time. It was just a constant running dialogue. And the, the little girl was probably about seven or eight. She must have tuned the guy out. That's the other thing about talking too much is that your kids stop listening to you completely because they're just tired of hearing the constant chatter. You want to talk to them in a way that when you have something important to say, that they're going to pay attention. If, you know, if that father were someone that you could talk to for a do-over, what would you say to that dad? I would say to him, I think it's so awesome that you're out here hiking with your daughter in this beautiful place. I think we were going up Monadnock. I would say, first of all, talk 85% less and recognize that you want to give your child the opportunity to hear what you're saying and then put it into practice. So when you say to her, make sure that you're watching where you step, then be quiet and let her have the opportunity to watch where she steps. But when you're talking to her constantly about what she needs to do, you're not giving her the opportunity in her own brain to process the information and then put it into practice. You're just becoming background noise for her. Say it once, be quiet, let her follow through. When he was in a state of anxiety, what we talk about all the time, guess what he wasn't in a state of? Joy. Yeah, can't do both. I don't think, it didn't look like he was enjoying that hike. It didn't look like he was able to enjoy what his daughter was doing. I mean, she was trucking up the mountain and he was totally focused on all the dangers that might befall her at any moment. What a terrible way to spend a hike with your little adorable daughter. My son was in front of me. At one point, he sort of turned around and like shrugged his shoulders and gave me this look like, what the heck? I mean, he totally, <laughs> he totally could hear it. Yeah. I thought you were like, he's going to like giving you a little nudge. Like, are you going to do an intervention here? Yeah. I mean, it was sort of this look like he was sort of like, like, what is going on here? He tur turned around and just like in total nonverbal language, like, what is going on? Yeah, it was really funny. And then we got to the top of the mountain and kids were putting rocks on this big pile. And so my son went down to pick up a rock and the dad said, lift with your legs, not your back. <laughs> oh my God. So join the Facebook group so that you can ask Lynn your question on an upcoming episode. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Fluster Clucks. Bye, Robin. Bye, Lynn. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.